You're listening to the Total Sports Experience. And now, your host, Ray Baker. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Total Sports Experience. My name is Ray Baker. I will be your host. This is my sports show. There are many other shows like it, but this one is mine. Good evening, everybody, as we look into yet another episode here. Today, we're going to focus on the National Football League. And we hope that it's going to go off, and we hope that it's going to play. But the schedules just got released. We're taking a look now at the different teams, the different strength of schedules, and how all this is going to play out. Um, and i got to be honest, I, I've been listening to a lot of other people talk about this. Um, I said on episode one, when I laid some, some of the rules out, uh, I am a Buffalo Bills fan. I have been for decades. I will continue to be that for decades. So one of the teams I'm going to look at is Buffalo. But we're going to look at all the teams, and there are a couple glaring questions that i got to throw out there and ask for your help. Uh, One of them, we talked to one of my guests uh, earlier uh, this week, or actually a few weeks ago now. In episode one, we talked to Jeff Pope, and he's a big Cincinnati Bengals fan. And so when I look at the Cincinnati Bengals, now, the Bengals, not a great team last year. Number one pick, Joe Burrow, rookie quarterback, young coach, rebuilding the team still, so not a great offensive line. And I'm going to tell you right now, they start off week one with the Chargers. And then they go to Cleveland. Now, I'm not a Cincinnati Bengal fan, and I understand the youth, and I understand rebuilding all this. But I'm going to tell you right now, I can see, in fact, I'm going to just go ahead and put it down there for you right now, that Cincinnati Bengals are going to start 2-0. The Chargers have lost their quarterback. They're rebuilding that side. The Cleveland Browns, let's face it, cannot for some reason put that team together. They've got talent. They've got it on paper. They're just not making it work. So after weeks one and two, Chargers and at the Browns, I've got the Cincinnati Bengals going 2-0. Now, they're going to get 3-1 after four games because they've got the Eagles. They're going to the Eagles, which that will be a challenge for Joe Burrow and that team for sure. But then they've got Jacksonville at home. That's 3-1 right there. That's a one win over what they did last year already. So I'm going to tell you right now that the Cleveland, I'm sorry, the Cincinnati Bengals, I think are going to be poised very well. To, uh, in my point of view, that's a six-win team. I think Joe Burrow is that good. Now, they're still rebuilding. So I don't see this team 8-8. Eight eight. I don't see this team making the playoffs yet. But I see this team coming out storming right away in 3-1 and one and making a, making a statement here. And then you have to win three more games the rest of the year to make six wins? You don't think they can do that? I think they can do that. So the Cincinnati Bengals on, on my charts... I've got them at, at 6 and 10, I think. That's how that's going to play out. And that's a huge improvement from 2 and 14 from last year. And remember, they have to play the Ravens twice. They have to play the Steelers twice. Uh, 
and they get to play the Browns twice. That's how I have. That's how I kind of put that together, right? So let's let's go those two games versus the Ravens. Those are two losses. Let's go the two games versus the Steelers. Let's split it one on one. I think they can take both teams from the Browns. Both wins. I'm sorry. Both wins from the Browns. Right? That's just how I look at that. Now, when we look at the rest of the Cincinnati team or the Cincinnati schedule like that, they've got the Colts. They've got the Tennessee Titans. They've got their bye week somewhat early on November 8th, I think, which will help them because then they come off that bye week for the Steelers. And the Redskins before they come home for Giants. They also get the Miami Dolphins. So they've got that. That To me, that's another win. Now, again, you're going to see the Dolphins. You're going to see the Cowboys and then the Steelers. And you're going to see them late. But the problem with the Raven, with the Bengals is that the last three games of the season for the Bengals are Pittsburgh, Houston, and Baltimore. Pittsburgh and Houston most likely will be fighting for playoff spots. Baltimore in that last game, if Baltimore did what they did last year, you're not going to have starters on that January 3rd game for Baltimore. So that might be another win for Cincinnati at the very end. Could that be the 7th win for them? Could that be the 8th win for them? That's going to be interesting to see for sure. So now that we've Gone from that, let's look at just strength of schedule all the way down in the NFL. Okay, so we'll start from one down. So the hardest schedule, according to the Sporting News, as I looked it up after the schedules got released, the New England Patriots, and this is based on what the opponents did last year, the New England Patriots have the toughest schedule on the slate. Now, let me point something out. One, two, and three, and five are basically the AFC East. New England, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Bills. One, two, three, and five. And it's probably because they play each other twice, most likely. At number four, you're going to slide in the San Francisco 49ers who are in the Super Bowl. And then you look down from there, and it just kind of trickles down from there. But here's what I'm what I'm I'm curious about. And again, this might be because of the division they're in. The Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champs, down at 18, tied for 18th actually with the Carolina Panthers. Now again, this might be because of the division that you're in. When you look at the Kansas City Chiefs. In the AFC uh, West, you've got the Broncos, who are going to be better. 7-9 and nine last year, they drafted very well. They are going to be better, and they've got a kid, a quarterback, who I think they can get it done in that division. The Raiders, to me, still not where they need to be. Still building. New stadium, same fan base, new arena. That might give them a little bit. Again, 7-9 and nine last year for the Raiders as well. Do they sneak in? The Chargers just left, lost Phillip Rivers. 5-11 and 11 last year. That team's not going to come back this year to do that. Not to make the playoffs. So the Chiefs, I think, have it pretty easy from at least from that standpoint. 
Right? But again, when you look at this, week one, Houston. Week two, the Chargers. Well, that's a 2 0 start. Now, they're going to get their first test on Monday night. This is going to be a good one. So circle this one, kids. This is going to be a good one. Chiefs, Ravens, Monday night, September 28th. That's going to be a good one. Now, the other one I'm going to look at, October 15th, when the Chiefs go to see Buffalo, and that's a Thursday night game. There could be the first two losses for the Kansas City Chiefs, because I think the Ravens could beat Kansas City, and I think Buffalo can beat Kansas City. So there might be two losses right there for the Kansas City Chiefs. But then the rest of that, the rest of them, they can sail through. They've got Carolina week nine. They've got the bye week 10, and they go into Vegas for week 11, and then Tampa Bay for week 12 to see Tom Brady. So I think the Kansas City Chiefs are in a good spot. I do think they're going to win that division again. I think they're going to be just fine. Now, before I get to the division that I hold so near and dear to my heart, let me go to the worst, or I, I shouldn't say the worst. I should say the easiest schedule for all 32 teams is the Baltimore Ravens. Now, again, this is based on last year's winning percentage of the teams that they played. And again, a lot of this has to do with the division that they're in. Right? Because, let's face it. The AFC North for a while, again, 14-2 and for the Ravens. The Steelers at 8-8 eight and eight really weren't the team that they normally are. And I think that team will be better. They'll get Big Ben back. That team will be better. The Pittsburgh Steelers over the last three or four years really have had some turmoil in that locker room and some turnover, and it, it's been a mess, let's face it. And they still win 8-8. Eight and eight. Browns at 6-10, and 10, Bengals at 2-14. and 14. The Ravens are going to be just fine. Because you got two games, two wins. I said two games, but let's call it two wins. Against each of those teams. There are six of your wins right there. Now, I'm not putting down the rest of the AFC North. I'm not. Those are good teams. Steelers are a good team. Bengals would be a better team. Browns should be a better team. But the Ravens and Lamar Jackson just stood above everyone else. So they're going to be there for sure. Now, here's how it boils down in the AFC because... Let's go now look at the, at, the, at the AFC East because, again, the entire AFC East is 1, 2, 3, and 5 in strength of schedule. Pats, Jets, Finns, and Bills. 1, 2, 3, and 5. And again, it goes back to the division you're playing in. And for the Buffalo Bills, I'm going to tell you right now, and again, there's a couple factors here. It's not just because Buffalo is my team. But I'm going to tell you right now, Buffalo is going to win that division for two reasons. One, they are just a better team this year. They're a better team last year as well. The second, and this should be glaringly obvious for all of you, Tom Brady's not in New England anymore. So the Buffalo Bills should, I expect the Buffalo Bills to win that division. Now, do they do it going away? Well, the first three games are Jets, Dolphins. 
I gotta say those are two wins because the Jets still don't have it all put together, and the Miami Dolphins are still rebuilding. Weeks three and four are Rams and Raiders. And then week five, as you look, is Tennessee. They could be 5-0 and going into week six on the Thursday night game, which is, again, is a short week, and that's going to hinder Buffalo because they're on the road in Vegas for week four. They're on the road to Tennessee in week five. And then they have the short turnaround for week six at home versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Could be 5-0. and Could get their first loss there. But they should win this division. Because the rest of the schedule, although tough for Buffalo, they've got the Jets again. They've got the Patriots twice. Now, they do have the Seahawks on Week 9. The Arizona Cardinals on 10 should be okay. The thing that I think is going to be a problem for Buffalo is they're going to be rolling, they're going to be doing okay, and then they're going to hit week 11, which is their bye week. Later than I think Buffalo would like, but it's going to give them some time to rest a little bit because coming off the bye week, November 29th, you've got the Chargers coming in, and then December 7th on Monday night, you're going to San Francisco to play the 49ers. This is a tough schedule. This is a good schedule. I think the Buffalo Bills will be just fine. And I think I'm going to predict that that 12-4 and that the Pats put up last year, that will be Buffalo this year. Buffalo will win the division with a 12-4 and record. Now, let's go and look. And here's what I laugh about because I'm going to get email and I'm going to get everything from Patriots fans. Let me give you that information right now, Pats fans. TSE underscore show on Instagram and on Twitter and the TSE show at gmail.com. I'm not hating on the Patriots because I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. I don't like the Patriots, but I'm not going to hate on the Patriots now because I think we might be a better team. I'm going to tell you right now, the Patriots are in trouble because Tom Brady's gone. Rob Gronkowski is gone. Bill Belichick is still there. But as you look up, I don't even want to call it a depth chart, but if you look up who's listed right now on the team roster at quarterback for the New England Patriots, it's not looking strong. Brian Hoyer, Brian Lewerke, and by the way, I'm a Michigan State guy. I love Brian Lewerke. Jamar Smith... And Jarrett Stidham. And by the way, Stidham's the only guy that's got a number on his back so far. And in case you were wondering, yes, I know Brian Hoyer's a Michigan State guy as well. But that's that's your roundtable? Hoyer, Lewerke, Smith, and Stidham. I don't know who's going to win that. I got to think that Brian Hoyer, being the veteran will win that position, but, I mean, at this point, is it just a carousel of who goes through there? Maybe. Other than that, I don't know who's going to do that. So, yeah, Belichick's there, but he doesn't have a quarterback like Tom Brady to execute things for him. So I think the Patriots are in trouble. 
I think the Patriots are going to fall even below the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins will be better. I think the Jets are still maybe an 8-8 eight eight team. They still need, and I love Sam Darnold. Look, Sam Darnold's a USC guy right here in my hometown. I like Sam Darnold. That team's not ready for that. But neither are the Patriots. So the Bills win the AFC East running away, in my opinion. So then when you get to the AFC Championship, here's what it's going to come down to be. If the Chiefs and Ravens play each other, one of those two teams will meet the Buffalo Bills. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you play the Buffalo Bills in an AFC Championship game and it's in Buffalo, good luck. Go back and watch some of those games in the 90s when you were playing every AFC Championship game in Buffalo. That is not a place you want to play a football game in January, upstate New York. No, thank you. So good luck with that. Let's switch over now to the NFC because when we looked at the just a straight strength of schedule like that, the first team of the from the NFC that comes up is number four, San Francisco 49ers. And we'll go back to it. That's it's part of their division. They are in a very good division. The NFC West is no joke. Look at the standings in the NFC West last year. 49ers at 13 and 3, Seahawks at 11 and 5. Rams at 9 and 7, and the Rams should have been better. The Rams should have been better. I like their quarterback. They lost Todd Gurley, and I think that was a big blow, and I think that was really two or three of their wins. My point of view. And they had some injuries. Greg the Legs Erline was, was injured, and he's moved on. But I think the Rams will still be in there. Now, the Cardinals, still rebuilding. They might be better than 5-10, and 10, but I don't, I don't see that really. And again, it's part of their division. They're going to lose both to the 49ers. They'll probably lose both to the Seahawks, and the Seahawks have been relevant forever because Russell Wilson's a stud. So I can see that division going very much like it did last year and the Rams fighting for a playoff spot. Maybe not getting in. But the 49ers do have a very tough schedule. Now they're going to start off, to me, they're going to start off easy. Week one at home, Arizona, win. Then they go back to the East Coast twice. Jets in week two, Giants week three. Now, two wins, I think. First real test, I think, will be at home Sunday, and it's a Sunday night game, Eagles 49ers. I think that's going to be a great game. And I think Carson Wentz is ready to come out and fire for the Eagles. We'll talk about him in a minute when we get to his division. But I think that team is going to be something to deal with in the Eagles. So that might be the first test for the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo. But then they're at home twice, Dolphins and Rams. Then they go October 25th, they go to New England. Now, normally you would circle this game. Niners, Patriots. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Br Oh, no, we're not going to circle that now, are we? And are we just going to call that a win for the 49ers? Probably. The first real, real big, after the Philadelphia Eagles comes up, as you go down the list, the next big one's going to be November 5th. That's a Thursday night game. That's in San Francisco, and that's against the Green Bay Packers. 
And San Francisco's got it loaded because then they've got they're at home. Then they go on the road to the Saints and Drew Brees. They have their bye week, which is good, and then they've got the Rams, and then they've got Buffalo coming in. So the 49ers really do have their work cut out for them. If they want to repeat and they want to go back, they've got some work to do. So let's look at the rest of the NFC quick. If we go NFC South, here, you know what? Let's wait because I, I want to get to something at the very end of the show here, and we've got about 10 minutes left. So uh, let me give you the call signs again. TSE underscore show on Twitter and on Instagram. The TSE show at gmail.com. Uh, and then just look for uh, the TSE show on Facebook. If I'm wrong, if I'm hating, if I've, if I've got it completely wrong for your team, tell me. But tell me why. Don't just tell me I'm wrong. I could be. We haven't played one game yet. I'm just looking at the schedule. But take a look. You tell me I'm wrong and tell me why I'm wrong. So NFC North, Packers at 13-3 and last year. Vikings, very good. I like the Vikings. I really do. Now, they, have, they did lose Stephon Diggs to the Buffalo Bills. And that is, that is a big loss. But that team is still very good. Very solid defense. I think that offense will pick this up. Kirk Cousins I love. Again, Michigan State guy. Like him. I think they'll be better than 10-6 and six this year. The team I'm really looking for in the NFC North, the Packers are going to be the Packers. And they're, they've been that way. It's, it, look, it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers, okay? 13-3, I think they may slip a little bit because they may lose one or both to the Vikings this year. The team that I'm going to look for, I think, the Chicago Bears at 8-8 eight eight last year, they're going to be okay. Mitchell Trubisky, I think, had a slow start, but I think this kid's for real. I think he can do this. Now, when we look at the Chicago Bears schedule, Lions, Giants, Falcons, Colts. Hmm. Rough start, I think. Right? They could beat the Lions. They should beat the Lions. The Giants. That's no cakewalk anymore. That's going to be a game. Matt Ryan and the Falcons at at Atlanta. That's going to be a tough game for the Bears. The Indianapolis Colts in Chicago on that Sunday afternoon, October 4th. And that Indianapolis pass rush, that's going to be tough. You want another game of circle, kids? Thursday night, October the 8th. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Chicago Bears. And here's why I'm saying this, because I'm going to get to this in a second. I think the Chicago Bears destroy Tampa Bay at Soldier Field on that Thursday night. I'm going to show you why in a second. But then as you go down from Chicago, they go on the road. Carolina Panthers, which, let's face it, Carolina is is struggling right now, right? I've, I've even used the term dumpster fire, I think, for Carolina in the past. Then they go to the Rams. That's a good game. Then they go home again for the Saints. Titans, okay. Then the Vikings. Again, you've got... A lot of good team. And then, so you got the Vikings for the Bears. They're bye week. Then they come off their bye week for for the Packers in Green Bay. And then the Lions and Texans. Look, that, that's a tough schedule, but I think the Bears are going to show somebody 
something this year for sure. When we look at uh, just that strength of schedule like that, uh, we got to look pretty far. Now, the Detroit Lions do have a tough schedule, and again, because of the division they're in, right? Chicago's down at tied for uh, 13th with the Seattle Seahawks for total strength of schedule, right? Let's move on now to the division that I wanted to talk about, the NFC South. Now, you have the Saints who are the Saints. That's a good team. That is a Hall of Fame quarterback who likes to throw the ball 150 times a game and get 6,000 yards a week. Drew Brees is going to torch defenses. That's just what he does. Now, 13-3, and the rest of that division last year stunk up the place. They were terrible. Seven and nine Falcons, seven and nine Bucks, five and eleven Panthers. So if you're Drew Brees, you had nothing to worry about. Now here's where I, I giggle because they they email everybody emailing into me right now, and I'm going to read some of these on the next couple episodes. But people are emailing emailing into us and saying, "Yeah, but the Buccaneers at least ten and six. This team is going to make the playoffs." I'm sorry. I, I I'm not I'm not seeing this. I, I apologize. I'm not trying to hate on Tampa Bay. I'm not even trying to hate on their newest players. Even though they're New England Patriots. We're New England Patriots. But that guy at that position with Gronk with him, do you really think that Tom Brady is gonna go into a seven and nine mediocre Tampa Bay Buccaneer team? And vie for the division? Really? I I, I don't see it. I'm sorry. I, again, I'm not trying to, to poke. But I don't see it. I can't see that team winning 10 games just because they picked up Tom Brady. Tom Brady is a phenomenal Hall of Fame quarterback. Hands down. But that team is not ready for a guy to step in that does not have Bill Belichick, that does not have the receiving core talent that Tom had when he was in New England, and doesn't have the defense that New England had to keep them in games. It's just not there. So for you for you to tell me that a 7-9 team now is going to add Tom Brady, have a three-game turn and go 10-6? and six? I'm... I mean, I, I guess, but you, everybody's going to email me and tell me I'm wrong. I don't see it. I see them at 7-9. I'll even give them one more game. I'll give them 8-8. Eight eight. I'll give the Bucks 8-8. Eight eight. You're still going to finish second, maybe even third. 8-8 eight is not going to get you in the playoffs. Not when you have the Niners, the Packs, the Pack, and the Saints are all going to win divisions most likely. Vikings are in. Seahawks are in. Who else is that going to leave? The Rams may squeak. The Bears probably will squeak in. That's not going to leave room for the Buccaneers. You're going to have to win. If you're a Bucks fan, you're going to have to win at least 10, if not 12, to get into the playoffs. And that's not going to happen. Sorry. I, I just don't see that happening. So when we look at the strength of schedule for that, Tampa Bay, Tied for 16th, pretty pretty tough schedule. Halfway halfway through, 
Now, there are some some key games, I think, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that we're going to need to look for that I think will be fun. But they're going to start off 0-1. They got the Saints week one. They got the Broncos week three. And by the way, when after the draft was over, the Broncos drafted nobody that ran under a 4-5. I apologize. Let me, let me back that up. The Denver Broncos, everybody they drafted, ran under a 4-5. All they do is run, and all they do is go vert. All those guys are vertical guys. So you better hope your new quarterback, Denver, can throw the ball 80 yards in the air. Uh, then Tampa's got the Chargers, the Bears, again, on that Thursday night. Then they've got the Packers and the Raiders and the Giants. It's not going to get easy. And isn't Tom Brady 44 now? telling you I'm, I'm gonna look that up i'm not 100 i'm gonna look it up but the buccaneers do not have a favorable schedule and their bye week is december 6th it's week 13 you guys you have a quarterback that old you don't need a bye week in december you need your bye week in november early november late october you have your bye week week 13 and then you got to make a playoff push where your last four games are Vikings, Falcons, Lions, and Falcons? Whew. Good luck with that. So here are the predictions. I gave you uh, how I saw them division by division. Uh, NFC South, the Saints are going to win it. The Packs are going to win the NFC North. And I really think the 49ers are going to run away with the NFC West. Um And then I apologize. I didn't even touch the NFC East. We're going to run out of time. The NFC East. The Eagles, I think, are going to look much, much better. I think the Cowboys are going to look much, much better. The Redskins, they're going to be better than 3-13. And and the Giants will be better than 4-12. I think that is going to be a very tight race. Now, I'm not going to say that 9-7 is going to win the division again. Because that was an anomaly, personally. Both of those teams going in 8-8. Uh, closer uh, seven and seven, eight and seven, close to the regular season. That that's that was that was weird. So that 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 division's not going to be a winner of nine and seven. No one's going to win that division with nine wins. Not next year. All those teams are going to be better. But I think the Cowboys will win that division. I think they're going to put up eleven wins. And I think with eleven wins or twelve, you should win that division. So Eagles, Forty ers Packers, Saints, your your NFC winners. Now, again, the AFC, you're going to have Bills, Chiefs, Ravens. You know, the Texans have been very, very good of late. That's a good division, but I see the Colts really improving this year. I think the Texans and the Colts are really going to be uh, neck and neck for that division, and I think the Texans will pull that on the end. I love Deshaun Watson, love him at Clemson. I think he's due for big, big things. He is a tremendously explosive quarterback. So Texans, Ravens, Chiefs, Bills. I think it's too early just to tell who's going to be in the, in the championship games in the Super Bowl. It's just so, so, so early. It's hard to do that. Uh, I could see the Chiefs going back because that team is stacked and ready to go in the AFC. And I hate saying that because I would love to see my Bills in there. I think you might even see a rematch unless you get some magic out of Aaron Rodgers in the pack. I think you may see a rematch of Niners Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And it was a good one last last year. I will watch that again. If I'm right, if I'm wrong, you got to come tell me. TSC underscore show 
on Instagram or on Twitter, the TSE Show at gmail.com and the TSE Show on Facebook. Find me wherever that is. Uh, and then if you're listening to this and it's Friday night or it's Saturday or it's Sunday morning, we're going to do a live show Sunday after UFC 249 is going to hit on Saturday night and it is going to be a good one. So stick around for that one, and then we'll have a live show there. And then we've got a great list of shows coming up for you next week. We've got the comedian Earl Skakel is going to be with me next week, as well as uh, famed broadcaster Ted Sobel will also be with me uh, coming up in the next few episodes as well. Thank you guys for being with me. That was the NFL wrap-up. We'll see how this all this plays out, but I want your input throughout the season to tell me if I'm good, if I'm bad, if I'm right, if I'm wrong if you love me or if you don't. Either way, be good humans, and we'll see you next time.